0: Welcome to The Coat Hanger on 2SER 107.3. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we broadcast and record this show, the Gadigal of the Eora Nation, and we pay our respects to Elders past and present. The Coat Hanger is a show and podcast where we tackle women's footy with a Sydney view. I'm your host, Fiona Lamb, and I'm coming to you from the central coast, which is Guringai land.
1: I'm Coach Kiwi and I'm also in the Central Coast coming to you on Ringai Country.
2: And I'm Lauren Hodgson and I'm broadcasting from the Southern Child, which is Darrawal Country.
0: In this week's show, our Round 8 pod for AFLW Season 7, we will review Round 8, particularly the Swans and Giants matches. We're going to talk injuries, uh, coaches' votes. We want to talk about facilities and tips. But first, Henson Park, the Henson Park Festival of Footy continues to rock Sydney AFLW. We know this because the crowd number uh, yesterday, which which we helped to contribute to, was 8,972. So well done, everyone who showed up. Um, Look, if we hadn't been there, it would have been 8,972. But we know that we wouldn't have been <laughs> anyway. Uh, moving on, a shout out to uh, Mark from the Giants Cheer Squad. He roped Kiwi and me into um, helping with the banner, so that was interesting. That didn't know that they used um, the same um, the same handle and cord that you use on a um, when you go water skiing, <laughs> but they do. And, oh my goodness! Uh,
1: Can I just say what an experience? Yeah. And this is how for thanks for, mark thanks very th- much thanks mark shout and out to you <laughs> this is how we were roped in for my friends who may question me doing the giants banner when i am a swan supporter we were wearing our kind of almost fluoro orange uh visors that we made back when we did the tribute um paddle out for jacinda barclay so it's got number 20 number 34 on it with a little um shaka Shaka. so we were wearing that obviously because it's the week for cinder's um anniversary and we just walked in the gate and he just came straight up to us hey do you want to do the banner and we're like we don't have any we're not wearing giant gear because they're the rules and he goes no you're wearing orange hats that's enough (laughs) so we thought oh i have never done it before i know fee's done it for one other team um (laughs) So I have, i, I never One done team so. at
0: VFLW level that would please our co-host Loz quite college. a lot. I was just walking past, same kind of thing actually, <laughs> Same walking thing. past. But, I was wearing black and white and they went, how
2: hey, you want to do the banner? I went, ah, okay. You've yeah, stepped, right, up, so in well. You've stepped <laughs> up in my You've stepped up in my But it is fun. I've been fortunate. A long time ago I had up a banner for Port Adelaide in the men's comp, uh, Melbourne in the AFLW in their first year and, and at the big freeze last year, at the SCG was a combined banner. Oh, wow. it, it's, a, it's a really interesting experience and it's, yeah, whatever the team, I recommend if people get the chance to do it, just say yes. Yeah, absolutely.
1: It's, it's It looks heavy anyway and it always looked to me like it was a bit of work to hold the rope and I ended up on a rope by myself and I thought, yeah, no worries, I've got this, got this. And, and they go, you're all right, you're all right. You know, because they're checking, because some people had two people on a rope, And I'm like, yeah, sweet, got this. Then the wind would blow. There was these little gusts of winds. And I was like, oh, shit. And <laughs> I had my legs at a split stance, <laughs> bracing myself, leaning back into it. My fore, that's probably, I've got sore. i am probably got sore forearm muscles today from it. Um, I could feel a muscle in my leg, like near my hamstring. And I'm like, I'm going to do a muscle holding the banner. <laughs> you know, a little bit <laughs> out of shape these days.
2: I have to add that to the injury
1: <laughs> report. <Yes. laughs> yeah, I know how do you write that one up. But, but it was like every time they go, are you all right? There was no wind. They're like, yeah, yeah, no worries. And then they'd walk away. And then this gust would just come and it would be, I think I was holding it. And I was thinking, oh, my goodness, I'm going to be the first person that lets go of the <laughs> rope or gets dragged in at it." falls and lands on everyone because it's a big pole, it's a steel pole, right? I'm like the whole time I'm sitting there going, Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god,
2: people don't realize how how big they are. Like when yeah, you and see heavy. people carry them out, that's why you need 20 people because those posts that literally they plant in, they've got big um, teeth, whatever, Braces, I don't know what yeah. you call them, on the end, so they're flat, and it's and then when you hold them up, so you get a gust, and that's why now they often put like little glutes in, in them yeah. so, because the wind's just so strong yeah. yeah it's a lot of weight but i love
1: the experience you know i very nervous while i was holding it but afterwards got to go oh wow that was cool i didn't yeah. drop it
0: <laughs> didn't drop it yeah and i was i was sharing my rope with a young girl oh sorry i've forgotten her name um but uh it's good that she wasn't on
1: her own you were on a side angle fee Could you feel the wind or could you feel the banner move when the wind came? Yes. Yeah. Because I was on the back marker, right? And I was just thinking, Mm. oh, my God, if this collapses, it's going to hit the players. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, or all the little the kids printer. that are standing there on the other side. Well, you wouldn't have been invited back again. <laughs> no, that's
0: true. There, One time,
1: there, I, might, I might admit there there was a point when they were running through it. And I was like, hurry and get through, hurry, hurry, hurry and get, hurry, get, hurry, hurry. And Tanya Hetherington sort of came and paused, and I'm like, no, don't stop, keep going.
0: Well, they also because they all <laughs> ran out holding the hand of an Oz kid, kid, and then the kids were gathered behind you, Kiwi. <laughs> I, I was know. Thinking, get the kid! I actually yelled out, Get the
1: kids Get them out of! Get them away oh. from me! <laughs> <laughs> we gotta put this thing down.
0: Anyway, that's a nice segue into talking about the giants. I just want to say again. one thing, Mark. Yes.
1: Feel free to Sorry. ask us again. We've got this under control. Don't. don't hey, worry
0: about it's Elise said. Parker here, and you're listening <laughs> Sorry, to the Coat go. Hanger. Sure. Great. Okay. As I was saying. Giants triumphed over Hawks yesterday at Henson Park. Um, by just one point, a kick uh, a behind kicked by Nick Barr with f- five seconds to go. And uh, their winning score was 4 34 which is a bit poignant because 34 was Cinder Barclay's number and Cinder passed away, as you mentioned earlier, Kiwi, two years ago. Um, what a match. What a win. Uh, I was exhausted by the end of it. It you were
2: um, so you were watching very intently, Now, When we went to the SCG and saw the, the coat hanger cup, um, we were chatting the whole time watching the game. You were listen, watching very intently. You had the binoculars out. I was very uh, impressed with your uh, study of the the game. Well,
0: they just they had to win. Okay, they just had to win.
2: <laughs> and I should also give you the credit. Well, before we get into, I guess, the analysis of the game, three quarter time, you picked the margin. I did. I did. My friend Giza,
0: friend of the pod, uh, asked me former, to choose. She said, Former Western Wolves player. Former Western Wolves player. Played uh, more than 150 games, I do believe. Yep. Um,
1: Been around forever.
0: Asked me to, to pick the winner and the margin, and I said, Giants by a point. And I was right uh some analysis elise parker elise parker do we have to say more
1: elise parker i don't know if hawthorne knew she was playing (laughs) because they didn't do a job on her they didn't mark her very well they didn't stop her they didn't shut her down they they just let elise parker go to town
2: she's even getting live
0: isn't she? Like she's, she's even better live. Did you say? She is.
2: So obviously, <laughs> I want.
0: You know. You know what? She's better than the movie.
2: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> better than the movie. But like, I've, I've seen obviously her play a lot on on the telly, um, and obviously I saw her live at the SCG. But so many times yesterday, I thought she's just a, she's just so strong. Like how she got through the tackles, and she just, just so yeah, very good. And I mean, look. There were lots of impressive things. Nicola Barr's, you know, goal on the run, it was, it was a snap, really lifted yeah. the team. It was, um, I think that might have been in the second quarter perhaps, but uh, there was some pretty impressive footy, wasn't there? And and we spoke last week, it may have been off air, about this whole Pagan's Paddock and teams, you know. No, kicking no, that was over on air. Just, <laughs> Yeah, that <they're> on air. <laughs> so, well, you never want to get them mixed up, do you? But they did that a bit, it, like, and and it worked, I think, to the Giants' um, strengths a bit. But uh, it was look, I thought it was impressive. I think, um, yeah, when they moved the ball quickly, they looked pretty good.
1: Yeah, they really, they really do. They 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 were pretty clean, pretty smooth. Um, have to mention Tani Evans, just an outstanding young player. Anyway, I think she's just having a really great season. But that goal that she got, that was just outstanding and, and I know, um, Karen Harrington was, um, doing the commentary for, it, and she's a defender at Carlton. And as she said, you love to see a defender getting up and kicking goals, but to kick one from outside yeah. the 50 and just, just so awesome as well. exactly,
0: And clean and straight. And A um, defender kicks in the women's comp from <laughs> outside the 50 or pretty much straight on. They cleared the line. We're that.
1: not talking one that bounced through, which often they no, do, this one cleared the line. Was, um, she's also picked up and the rising star. Can I just jump
0: strike? in as well to say no, no Daniel Harford, no commentary team who weren't actually there at the field. The Breeze did not assist. The Breeze barely played any part in the game, and uh, Bet got to confirm that when she was asked about it. Um, the Breeze did not assist that kick. It was an absolute corker, a rip snorter thank you
1: um key, key word being breeze not wind but yes um also a kesh a goal from the boundary was pretty impressive for oh. Hawthorne early in the game too that was that was just magic
0: yeah and uh, she's kicked one other goal in in her in her career, career. and and so she well she can read the eye of a needle with a, with a kick apparently. Yes. <laughs> kick well, she normally plays wing
1: or, um, she's played a lot off the half back line early in her career. Mm. So I think, um, just doesn't get inside 50 so much more setting up the goals. But yeah, that was an absolute cracker goal. Probably.
0: Yep.
1: I, I'm not sure if it's a contender for goal of the year, surely.
0: And then, uh, who, who was it on the goal line?
1: Oh, quick. Uh, Georgia Garnett. Georgia, Georgia Garnett, Garnett. Yes, Marks, the yes. boys,
0: the cool as a cube.
2: Tiptoe, tiptoe that's on the, the line. The, woman, Boy,
0: she, the legend.
2: That's what we Georgia thought she Garnett. took it over. <laughs> we are a bit worried that she took it over. Yes, yeah, yeah.
1: go Well, that's yeah. what they were trying to say, that she stepped on the line, which actually, correct, you can step on the line, but she wasn't fully past the line. So, um, yeah, that was a cracker. And just shows how important little things like that are too.
0: Like, oh, being on the goal line, being in the goal square. Yeah,
1: cover yeah, covering the space. When
0: your team having the shots having,
1: and putting the ball deep. Towards the goal? Putting the ball deep as well. Um, and I think I think there was a lot of attention on Cora. There was a couple of good matchups on her.
0: and They really um, shut her down, didn't they?
1: They did. They shut her down. They did a good job, which frees up your Georgia Garnets. and frees up your yeah, Zali Goldsworthy. She had a couple of shots and goal. Yeah. Um, um, and who was the other one that plays up there? Oh, Mowbray, Brody Mowbray mm-hmm. had a, had a good goal too. So, um, and that's, and that's kind of the good thing. You know, you get one key forward who takes a key defender and, you know, takes all that attention and then the others get to step up and have impact. Um, and it was good to see Jess Doyle back in the team. And, you know, I don't want to say it, but this time last year, exactly this time last year, the pride game, when a certain one person stepped aside, but last year they had a whole heap of COVID-affected players that missed out on the game, and Giants, it was a crucial, important game, and Giants stepped up and won, and I think this time around, really important for them to win this game at this point of the season, and um, and they stepped up, and, and the lead changed over between the two teams during the game too, so um, really, really good of the Giants to so just hold strong, and just keep applying the pressure and, um, and get it right at the end.
0: Uh, so we were mentioning Elise Parker earlier, um, 30 disposals, Alicia, Eva 21, Georgia Garnett 20, uh, Tilly Lucas rod was the, um, the top disposals for, um, Hawks and hers were 18. So, um,
1: can I talk about the young people? Please, please do Hawthorne. Yeah because I know they might get a little bit slammed a little bit. I've heard some chatter about it. Mm. I thought Jasmine Fleming was, was just ripper in like, she had a couple of really good runs out of the midfield and this is, I don't think she's quite 18 yet, or she might have just turned 18. Um, but one of them was she had that run and two bounces and then put it over the defender and out in front of Jess Duff and facing the goal. And Jess could have actually ran on and kicked it, but you know, stopped with the mark and, and went back and took it. Um, but you know, young outstanding play. I thought Charlotte Bascarin did good. And I just want to say a shout out to uh, Bridie Hipwell, one of our Sandringham girls, got a ripper goal from about forty five meters out. So um, I I will cheer on the Giants for the win, and I'll cheer on those girls if they score goals.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, you gotta you gotta do that. Like it's it's good seeing the young ones come through. One of the things I was I thought was a bit of a you know, you look for mind, it wasn't so much the players on the ground, but at the end, you know, they they get that point and everyone in the crowd and, and the giants bench went up and then five seconds later when the siren goes, I just thought the reactions of particularly the the players on the bench, some of the, the injured players that were watching behind and the staff, you could just see the 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 elation the win and it's I think being pried round perhaps carried a bit of extra significance but it was just I just thought it was a really good obviously the would have been a bit devastating if they hadn't won but it just had a really good feel for me you could really see the the excitement and and the joy it brought and and you know watching them sing the song afterwards it was um yeah it was just a I thought it had a really good vibe a really good feel
1: I think adding to that is also um, they lost Emily Pease during the week, who suffered an ACL injury at training. So she's been so important through their backline. So that probably just adds more weight to, you know, how you know how important it was to get the win when they're, they're now a list of injured players, you know, it could probably line up, you know, first choice pick in most teams. Like it is a quality team almost that is now their their list of injured players um but it was good to see them all out joining in the song even i feel for tate mackerel on her little scooter that she's got to get around on at the moment oh the the speed humps for the cables and up the hills and down the
0: you know and on the yeah the bumpy uh bitumen yeah but, um, uh, but the other thing worthy of note was that the, there were so many Swans players in the crowd yes. cheering on the Giants.
1: Almost the whole team, it looked like. And I did notice one of them singing the Giants song at the end of the <laughs> game. Um, so I had a little chat with her about it, and she just said, it's a great song. <laughs> it is a great song. It's the best song. Um, so, yeah, so then they had a bit of debate about which ones that were their favourite songs. But, um, but, yeah, it was just really good. They would just – they were in the game with the Giants, like they were as yeah. excited about the Giants getting a win, and and I think this I is- think
0: uh, it's I think we can also say they were probably dirty that they lost to Hawks and were hoping <laughs> for the Giants to bring it home for them, but the the genuine um um genuinely cheering on their crosstown rivals camaraderie, isn't it? <laughs> it's it's. It's the another <laughs> unique feature of the um, the women's game, isn't it? Because we wouldn't see it in the men's.
1: Yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine, Buddy and um, Sam Reed and and um, Heaney and all those guys standing there going, "Come on, Giants! Come on! <laughs> come on!" No, just I
0: can't. can't. No, uh, but let's let's talk about the Swans game now. So they did give. Uh, Essendon, a bit of a fright, didn't they? A like, bit of you know, a scare? They had a really hard go. Now, Zoe Hurrell. It's Zoe Hurrell, isn't it? The mm-hmm. Hurrell Kane.
1: The Hurrell Kane. <laughs> nice nickname there.
0: On debut. Here's, so here's when, 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 uh, when we're, the grandparents talk to the grandkids at their feet and they speak in hushed tones about Zoe Hurrell, This is what they'll say: She was on debut, so she, it was her first game. Her first possession led to her first kick, first kick, and her first goal on her twenty-first birthday. Go well, what Zoe! Was you want? Go the game First happens <laughs> once. First happened once. <laughs>
2: Pretty impressive, isn't it? Good on you, Zoe. And I'm
0: pretty sure How it
1: was probably her first minute on the field because she started yes. on the bench and only just <laughs> ran on. <laughs> so. Was it in the first quarter? It, uh, yes, yes, it was. Oh. Yeah, beautiful. Um, she well, she was exciting though on on debut. I thought she did some really good things. You know, the Swans they have started some games really strong, mm-hmm. really hard, really taking it to teams, and I thought this game they didn't start as strong. They sort of started a little slower than they normally have, but in that change up, it just, it looked like they were in the game for longer. Rather than come in and go hard early and then sort of drop off a little Peter bit, it out. looked like they yeah. were in the game for longer. And, you know, they they were real competitive against Essendon. There's some very handy players in the Essendon team. and. um You know i i think i think you know the swans probably there was you know could have you know could have should have i guess but you know they 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 had some chances going inside 50 and they looked good when they did it um you know they they're moving some players around again uh so they're really sort of still finding their niche a little sort of finding Mm. finding their balance i guess but um Oh, you know, they've just got some really good contributors, you know. That's Cynthia Hamilton. That Cynthia Hamilton. Cynthia Hamilton. We can work out the
0: Hamilton girl. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the little or the smaller of the Hamilton sisters. Mm. Um, she's just exciting to watch. Like I really just enjoy her. She's she's just one of those players, just hard at the forty, um, got some talent, real competitive in the year, got some great shots in goal or kicks around. And then likes to get in a little, little bit of niggle, just, you know, like to, you know, I get not, 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 not fully illegal stuff. I know she's been penalised for some stuff. I don't condone that. But just, just backs herself for a youngster in her first season. And that's what you like to see. You just like to see that little bit of extra toughness on a field and confidence and backing yourself and, you know, and getting around her teammates. But now I just, I like the way she goes about her game. And I do nice, like, uh, and I will give her a shout out about her headgear. Yes,
0: yes, she she coordinates
1: gear. the uh, headgear per game, and so this week she had a special rainbow headgear on because for Pride Round, uh, very very nice.
2: It, it certainly is. Just one other thing on Cynthia Hamilton, uh, it, it, I don't know. Uh, late last week or on the weekend, she was actually named in AFL Canberra's Future Stars Women, so a bit like the rising star. Um, rising star team of the year so um, yeah certainly uh, I think she's uh, I don't know how many games she's going to continue to play in uh, AFL Canberra as her <laughs> AFLW career <laughs> takes off but, um,
1: well that's it I yeah, think she's a rising star good. in AFLW now I think she's well past Canberra sorry Canberra but um, yeah she's a talent isn't she I, I'm oh, pretty absolutely. sure Queen Bean may have been her team down yeah. there yeah Queen Bean um, so technically New South Wales right
2: that's right. It is, um, well, yes, Queen in New South Wales, but, yes, playing in the uh, AFL Canberra comps, so they would certainly play her. But uh, I don't think that'll be the first team of the year she makes. Well, sorry, I don't think it'll be the last team of the year she makes. Yes, true. I agree.
0: Yeah, uh, so she, she beat, uh, I made some notes about the game, she beat the American Danny Marshall by a bounce. Um, well, wasn't that
1: a cracker kick? yeah that she sent through and yes the bounce bet danny which is no like danny's danny marshall's a pretty handy player and all. Mm. and
0: um and it's in our opportunity to give a shout out to the us nationals happening now or just about to happen just about i to think happen, yeah, yeah coming
1: up this weekend is usa nationals and um grizzlies uh and a couple of the players from the grizzlies and back home in the grizzlies and our dear friend Petty, peter holden is over in USA at the moment, and also Troy Thompson from um, um,
0: Darabin, Darabin fame. Parker.
1: Darabin, yes, Darabin legend down there. He's and
0: tipping, also com- over. tipping competition yes. fame um, as
1: well. I think Brian Barish and Peter Holden are doing the commentary for the USA Nationals, so tune right. in. Yeah, Johnny Hess, a friend of the pod, may also be coaching a team um, or have something to do with USA Nationals. Down too. to be. So,
0: yeah.
1: Big event in USA AFL. So
0: catch catch it on the socials. Actually, there's only one A. Um, sorry, USA. Cou- a couple more things about that game. <laughs> Alicia Newman, talk about putting your body on the line. It was almost cartoon like. She ended up collecting <laughs> collecting the the um, the goalpost um, to save uh, to yeah to spoil a, um, a kick. Did she?
2: Yeah, yeah. Did she rush the behind? Because then it's all worth it. Yes. Yeah, no, she yes.
0: did. She
1: got a hand on it, so yeah, it became uh, one point seven six. Well, it's worth so. the pain. It was almost
0: like the- you almost <laughs> expected to see a cutout shape of Alicia Newman or
1: like
2: <laughs> Coyote and Roadrunner. No,
0: exactly. Um, yes. I can I can share something to you though. It
1: happened to me earlier this season when I had a run out with our masters team. I ran into one of the the goalpost pad and went tumbling to the ground the pad itself no problem it is nice and soft it was the ground that hurt me <laughs> alicia's a little bit lighter so it should be no problem <laughs> falling on that ground but yeah running into the post pad is actually not 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 such a bad thing it's what happens afterwards no. in my case no fun
2: yeah at least at least there was a, a pad on there i do recall one uh, training night many years ago you know doing warm up <laughs> flaps, because that's how you warmed up and someone just wasn't watching what they're doing, and just rang smack bang into a goalpost. So they Ooh. hit the post hard and hit the ground hard. But um, look, joke side, she's she's all good. But yeah, it's uh, good effort to uh, to save a goal. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So, um, pairing it back to to the statistics, like they were up, or to the points, they were up by ten points at half time. Swans were. Uh, and then early in the third, Essendon kicked two quick goals, and that then gave them the lead again and, and the impetus. So um, Essendon were up by three quarter time. And then what we noticed, what I noticed in the fourth quarter, was a real lack of marking up on other players, and it gave too many opportunities uh, to Essendon. And, and yeah, there was I, th- I think
1: that's been one of their challenges all season, though, is mm. um, is that transition onto defence is yes. very slow at getting back and getting organized. And and so if teams that play against them attack quickly, then they'll find the opportunities and they'll find the free players and and really uh, punish the Swans that way, but yeah, and there, were, and there were a lot of still times where you might get three up at the contest when you only need one to go and the others to stay down and mark your opponent rather than all three commit to the ball and then the ball falls out and you know, gives, gives opportunity, you know, like players like Daria Bannister, Jessica Woosh, you know, they don't need space and, you know, chances like that, but it's just free kicks to them. You know, the ball comes bouncing out and that puts in their hand and off a step, they've got a shot at goal. So, um, it's, you know, definitely their defense is probably something they've got to work on. They've probably been pretty, fairly consistent with the players they've had across their back line, um, who've all contributed and done pretty well. Uh, in mm. parts, it's just that transition into defence that really, really gets them on the hops. Um, also, Maddie Collier was missing, so you yeah. know fair effort without without Captain Captain Mads in there, who was just um, feeling a bit ill during the week. So, um, um, not COVID illness, um, just good, good to hear. Just, just a bit hope, unwell at the moment. So hope, hope to see you back
0: next week. Yeah. yeah, hopefully she'll be back. Okay, uh, let's talk injuries. You mentioned Emily Pease earlier, and uh, yeah, as you said, ACL at, at training, which sort of adds insult to injury, doesn't it? So, bad enough to do there's, an ACL. There's two
1: ways you can look at that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's disappointing you're it at training instead of at a game. But then there's probably no footage of it for people to play over and over to, you know, re-traumatise <laughs> you.
0: That's right. And we've talked about the choice of what uh, what goes to air, what the broadcast is put to air uh, uh, this season. So that's a very good point you make, Which we. is
1: probably why everyone has seen that elbow. <laughs> When you talk about the footage that goes, yeah, the Sophie Conway elbow on Chelsea Randall.
0: Oh, the elbow, yeah. So I thought you said elbow. I thought Anthony Albanese, Al- no. Albanese has nothing to I do I with it. I said elbow. <laughs> it's your accent, Kiwi. Conway. Um, yeah. Elbow. So, so the yeah. So. And she got off. Chelsea Randall got a smack right in their kisser, <laughs> and ended up with a fat bleeding lip. But uh, nothing came of that, and she ended up with a very severely sprained ankle. that ankle. Well, watching the replay of of her landing on it was was excruciating, wasn't it? Uh, And she may have three to, I don't want to say between three and five weeks because between three and five weeks is four weeks, Uh, but it's three to five weeks that she expects to be out, so... um, He's hoping it's three and she's back for finals.
2: Yeah, she's a player you want to see. I mean, I know I said earlier she's probably one of my favourite opposition players because, one, she's good, she's courageous, she's a good leader. You want to see those people play. And I yeah. think the, the women's game, we need all of the best players on to, to carry forward the momentum. But, yeah, let's hope it is the three weeks rather than the four or five.
0: Yep. He's hoping. Shout yeah. out to Chelsea Randall. So that
1: she will get wishing
0: you all the best.
1: It was also, I think, um, one of the Frio girls broke her humerus. Oh, so, that's um, not funny. I, I missed the footage, and um, it sounds like that was a pretty ghastly break as well. And, yeah, not funny at all, Fiona. Not
0: funny at all. <laughs> but I am laughing at my own joke. Someone's Someone got to... A, Yep, let's move on <laughs> to coaches' votes, and nobody is going to catch Jasmine Garner by the looks.
1: She's had a ripper season, and I think two rounds to go, it's going to be very hard to um, to catch her. Definitely, uh, but it was it's interesting to see that Maddie Prasparkas picked up six coaches' votes in her match on the weekend against Swans. She now draws level with little sister, should I say bigger, younger sister, Georgia Presbarkus, who um, missed two games when she had to sit out and have a little bit of a rest because she was going too good during the season. So um, there's it, some bragging. There's <laughs> probably, probably some bragging at home going on there. Uh,
0: and so she Essendon have played Geelong, haven't they? So she, she missed out.
1: Yeah, they didn't. Yeah, yeah. They, there was. So they yeah. didn't get to she have the, Chris the Chris Cup. Cup.
0: Yeah, very sad. Bit of a shame. That that that's that's the consequence. That'll that's what'll happen. You'll miss out. You'll miss out if you do things you're not supposed
2: to on the field. I bet. Yeah, that's what their parents said after she got reported. <laughs> I told you once. I Told you a thousand times. Go to your room and don't do it again. Yeah, think about and, what you've done. Think
0: about what you've done exactly. Exactly. Speaking of thinking about what you've done, the AFLW needs to consider the facilities, don't they? Because there's been a bit of talk this week about uh, how the quality is lacking at some venues and there's been mention of cockroaches at one. And as I said earlier, cockroaches are usually, <laughs> if it's if it's to do with New South Wales, cockroaches are usually uh, associated with NRL, not AFL or AFLW.
1: I yeah, think but, I think the challenge here is because I can maybe and lots could agree, living in the two states, in Sydney the cockroaches are. There's two are, states of
0: South Wales and Victoria.
1: Yes, no, two Wait, states of best football played and other, no, just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's it's between those two states. Yes, the state of the cockroach and the state complaining of the cockroach. Both states have cockroaches just that in New South Wales they're about 16 inches, no, they're about 2 inches long and in Melbourne or in, in Victoria they're probably half an inch, so you don't even see them, you don't even notice them, you don't probably don't even hear them like you do in Sydney. So um, yes, we are very well known as uh, the New South Wales cockroaches, especially during June, June, July um, for rugby league and they play against the Queensland cane toads which are far worse just saying Uh, but yeah (laughs) look they're complaining about henson park we know it it's not the greatest facility but it has already been approved for funding and this is what we have to remember is this has been approved for funding there was a little delay in some of that um during the COVID couple of years but this season of aflw has been thrown in so quick and caught everyone on the hop. Arden, Arden Street over was closed for weeks, so that North couldn't even play their home games there because yeah. they did their regular maintenance that they do every year on that piece of grass. So it's just, this season's been thrown in. So yeah, the facilities aren't gonna be exactly how they wanted to when they planned all these games at Henson Park, I'm sure. But in the future, it's gonna be state of the art down there. State of the totally. art. Um, totally. Carlton, Carlton's Grounds. Icon Park that had some major, um, refurbishment going on during the season. And so when this a for w season started, the new change rooms weren't quite ready. So I think the, one of the, one of the teams, I think the away team had a -a portaloo is what they had to use. So it's not great. It's not ideal, but if you go to Icon Park now, the new facilities are now complete. And it really is pretty awesome. There is a whole bunch of toilet cubicles you can go to and showers, meeting rooms, everything. So yeah. it is. it is it's a little bit understanding where this or how quickly the season has come about and throwing states and councils and clubs and everything sort of you know around the, around the ringer a little bit. Um, but the future will be because Brisbane's facilities aren't finished either. and I think they were hoping by the next season, <laughs> They were going to yeah. be but the next season came in this calendar
0: year so yeah. um so everyone was caught on the hop it seems yeah or so some not, places anyway
1: yeah it's not ideal when mm. henson park It's just understand mm. the history you know it's a big crowd down there eight thousand nine hundred and seventy two mm. be happy that you got you know a sunny day yep. no wind not much aircraft traffic <laughs> and you know full <laughs> grandstand full hill the hill was pretty full um, Kitty Glitter did the did the uh, DJing for the day. You know it was a special moment, and you know we threw in a couple of extra cockroaches for you. You're welcome. <laughs>
0: yeah, no extra charge either. So, you know, fingers later.
1: Don't say uh, we didn't give you nothing.
0: Don't say we don't treat. Don't say we don't give you nothing. <laughs> this is Maddie Collier, and you're listening uh, to let's the talk hanger. About tips, shall we? Kiwi, apparently you have some news for us. I have some great news,
1: Um, so obviously for round eight, we had, um, well, I don't know, for some people they may have found it rather easy to tip. We have 12 people got nine out of nine in their tips. Oh, wow. So, um, Jess Rook, who is leading the ladder at the moment for us, she got her nine out of nine. Um, Pants, clear from Darabin Falcons, she uh, also got her nine out of nine, and she is sitting on third place now. Um, Fernie, Fernie down uh, Collingwood supporter, nine out of nine. Um, somebody named Fee Lamb.
0: Got nine out of nine. I just noticed.
1: I got nine out of nine. Oh, my God. Rigged, rigged, rigged. But it was, well, it was pretty easy. I got nine out of nine. Come on, let's face it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Loz, look, you were there. You were thereabouts, Loz, thereabouts. You got your eight out of nine. Um, Tiffany from Newtown Breakaways, she's a regular. At the top of the ladder, she got her eight out of nine. Um, Michael... Michael um, Giants, you you will hear him at every Giants game. He got his eight out of nine. Um, that other pie supporter, Nat, who Nat Morgan, who sits on the opposite side of the field, when she sees us, she got her eight out of nine. <laughs> so
2: importantly, though, did I beat my mum? I'm looking for your mum. <laughs> I'm hoping she forgot to tip this week. I've got to get something. Oh, where is your mum? Um, well, at least I think I'm off the second bottom. Yes, you,
1: you are. I think you're sixth from bottom now.
2: Oh, look, I'm, at this rate, I'll be like... <laughs> you're moving up. I'll be into the 40s by the end of the season. Oh, no, that might be a bit ambitious.
1: <laughs> well, Fee's moved up a big bit now. She's in the 30s now.
2: She's sitting Thanks. at thirty nine. Thanks, <laughs> We can't, have the, we can't have the hosts and co-hosts winning the competition. That would, you know. That would be rigged. Just, that wouldn't I'm,
1: look I'm right. I'm sitting in single digits now. I've, I don't know. I oh, think It is rigged. You're so I, right. Yeah.
0: so That's why she – this is why this is this, a
1: week. That's segment, what right. Right.
0: she said we have to talk about tipping.
1: Hey, look, Tracy Kick's sitting in fifth spot. I think yeah, – I'm pretty sure Kikki came from around of about Of course the she's
2: going to do well. <laughs>
1: What would she do? Well, she's sitting at home studying, good on you, Trace. Um, and Stacey, <laughs> she's not sharing the tips with Stace, her partner, is uh, 17th spot. Stacey only right. got eight oh. out of nine. So <laughs> you you know, there's some bragging rights going on in that house.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, finally, let's preview next week's matches. So we've got Swans meeting Fremantle on, uh, on Saturday. And that's at Henson Park. Three ten, we're gonna we're gonna make it, aren't we? We're gonna skip out of a baby shower,
2: to make it, aren't we? <laughs>
1: That's right. Hey, I found I found Susan. She is she got six out of nine. Well,
2: so I beat her by two. I'll tell her that.
1: But she's sitting at <laughs> she's sitting at fiftieth overall. Yeah, You've I
2: don't have to tell to her that.
1: Look, I don't have to tell her that. <laughs> um. Yes. So your yeah, Swan's home game last. Is it their last home game of the year? Yeah, I, th- I think
2: yes. it is because we've got two rounds yes,
1: left. Is. Yeah, yeah, last home game of the year, Henson Park should be a ripper. how interesting is Frio? Is you know they're they're generally a pretty competitive team and just not gone so well
2: this year. And
1: last week they got no goals.
2: And that's not the. I'm sure they've had a couple of rounds this year where they haven't had any yeah. goals. I actually think the Swans might get a win here.
1: Well, if they well, play like they did against in. Essendon, why not? Back yourselves in. Is, they've Go got a bit of it. momentum, don't they? They're at home, it's and they were, last were looking confident. The they were looking confident, and I think that's the thing you got to do is you got to back yourselves in the game. Whereas against when they played against Hawks, they didn't look so confident in that game. Well, that's even it. though you know started so strongly. So
2: I, I don't know. Yeah, they could. That'll be interesting for on, the swines. Tipsters. On, oh, I think on, so. Swines. And the other thing is. You know, using the same argument but flip it, Frio aren't coming with that momentum. They're not riding in on a hot. Like, yes, the Swans lost, but they played probably one of their better games. They were in the game, as we spoke about, for Mm. a long time, whereas they've started well or finished well in games. But they've got momentum, whereas the Doppers, I think, probably just want the season to end. Like I said, they've had a couple of games where they've got no goals. They're traveling, you know. It's I think the second longest trip in AFLW. Um, I think it's going to be tough for them. And I think the Swans, you know, they, they've got two rounds left. I think they'd be looking at this as perhaps their their better chance to get a, get their first win. I think,
0: yeah, yeah, I think when, you're when right. you when you when you score all of three behinds in in a match, and then you have to say that's actually not the worst score you've had. That's pretty tough. Cause they got one point against the cats and that was in round two. Who, um, you know, like tough.
1: also and in putting into perspective there, only three this week was against Collingwood who were in the top four, whereas cats are not in the top four either. So, right. um, and, and Collingwood, they just, they just seemed to look like they were in slow motion when they played. I don't know if that's how you saw the game, Loz, but against Frio, they just look like they had all the time in the world. <laughs> you know, when they got possession of the ball, they they just didn't seem to be forced to rush it or. Be, no, there, there wasn't a like lot they of pressure. They were under pressure. Yeah, no. which is and the other thing interesting because is- they've got Chiara Bowers, who's a tackling machine. Yes. And there's a few in that team that are just absolutely, you know, tough tacklers and really, you know, high pressure players. But Kai's yeah, just um, look so at ease, and well, Sam's got
0: two goals in that game too. Yeah,
1: one of her, uh, one her, of them was a ripper kind of goal. Mm. One of them was yeah, an absolute ripper. Another probably goal of the year contender.
0: So we well, reckon Swans are in with a chance. Yeah, um, the other thing and with Swans
1: too they've got Maddie to come back in, and I think yeah. and I, I we didn't mention, but Sophia Hurley kicked her first goal of the year, and then backed that up with her second goal of the year, both from pretty long shots. She's another. One, who, oh, she has turned eighteen. Um, was a fresh draft. Oh yeah sorry, Victoria. so had a she good chat in, to
0: Sophia, she came to and said G'day to twice at the game. Beg your um, against
1: the Giants. So yeah, she yeah. um, sorry, Soph.
0: Sorry, <laughs> we love you, girls. Love you. Shout out to Soph.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, so she, another one finding feet. But yeah, I think the Swans can go into the game stronger than what Frio can. Like yeah. they can, they can come in. Like they, they bring stronger players in and bring in their confidence and bring in. Momentum, um, tough one, um, but yeah, it's one ten on Sunday, Saturday. No, three ten. Three
0: ten. I think
1: three ten yeah. on Saturday, Henson Park. Yep. Um, come down. Make sure you're wearing shoes and socks because apparently there's some cockroaches at their field. But you know, we're New South Wales. We're used to it.
0: <laughs> Toughen up, everyone else. Okay, and so the Giants are going to meet Richmond. Um, oh, hey, now
1: Richmond, this game
0: is yes, on the Sunday, twenty third, three ten. It,
1: it's it's in Lachy Lachy Country. Right.
0: It's
1: this game has been played at Mildura, so this is I'm pretty sure the first time AFLW oh. has gone all the way to Mildura, um, yeah, so Lachy right. Lachy Country, so um, in another part of up the Murray River, uh, apparently. So. Um, Really? Geez, I wonder.
0: I wonder how they're suffering in the floods at the moment.
1: Yeah, I think where Latchi Latchi is, is they're okay. But don't quote me. But I think further down, um, like Shepparton and all around that way, is just really yeah. not so I, good. But... I
2: think you're you're right there. Like Muljira is obviously a lot more west. It's more the the central and, and yeah, it's, northeast, So the Yorta Yorta
1: country where it's really yeah. bigger. Right. I've learnt some. Learn the country's oh, right.
0: people. It's up. It's right up near the border. I didn't realize yep. that. Yeah, hmm. but it also means right up next to the Murray. So, yep. is it the Murray River? I think it is. I yep. know my is. primary school geography. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, looking forward to seeing that match. Now, what do we reckon? What do we reckon uh, Giants' chances are against Richmond? Well, here's a
1: tough one. It's um, I'm going to say there's a little bit of extra fire that will come into this game from Richmond. A Would you bit like to
0: explain fire. that a little further?
1: Well, um, aside <laughs> from, I think Richmond are playing extremely well this season. They're, you know, and, and we said this at the very beginning, right? We said Richmond have built a really solid list and they're going yes. to catch a few. I think they probably won even a few more games than people expected them to win this year. Mm. Um, you know, and, and don't forget, these guys beat Brisbane. Who and Brisbane beat Adelaide, who are the defending champs. So um, you know Brisbane had a really solid game in the weekend against the Crows, but um, Richmond are coming to this game with Libby Graham, who's a former Giant, very solid defender, right. and Ailish Sheeran, who the Giants didn't want, and Ailish has been pretty much every week, almost team of the team of the week. I think she close. Close one week didn't quite make it. Probably should have, but you know, politics. No, I'm just kidding. It's um, but you know she's having a cracking season. She was a Giants Academy player, cracking season. Um, and then there's a few others in there from Sydney previously. If Rebecca Miller is not injured, she's she's a former uh, Western Wolf. Megan Kiley has uh, previously played at Macquarie and also UNSW. Uh Maddie Chevlin is a former Canberra girl. Um, so there's a few in there that have got yeah,
0: you know in the Interesting.
1: But um I think I think it's gonna be a ripping game and I just think that the way Richmond are playing, they might have they might have an edge over the Giants.
0: Right. Well, just we'll just see. you know the
1: Giants are missing a lot of experience and a lot of quality players. Yes, yeah, true. And and you know, the young ones are stepping up. Absolutely. I just think that Richmond might have the edge. They've got a might little bit more it. experience there. And and time. they've been able to keep pretty much their team the
0: same team week in, week out. Well, time will tell. Now the last thing we need to share is that the Swans have a giveaway. Can you explain a bit more about that, Kiwi?
1: Yes, well, if you are going to get down to the Swans game this week, I'm sure everyone's a member already, Uh, but if you are not, there is a way that you can get a huge discount on your tickets.
0: How do you do that, Kiwi? Walk Walk us through the process and paint a picture with words.
1: Okay, here's how it goes. It's it's called a two for one offer.
0: A two for one offer, you say.
1: Two for one. So you go onto your Ticketmaster because that's where you're gonna buy your tickets from. Ticketmaster website, mm-hmm. and um, you look for the game Swans against Frio on Saturday. And in um, where you get a discount thing, you type in W for woman seven, the number seven mates. So W seven mates is the discount code to get you the two for one offer.
0: W seven mates.
1: W seven mates. We'll post it on our page. Even
0: encourage well, we'll everyone to get along.
1: So um, if 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 you've got a mate and you owe them a game, a footy, this is your game to shout them along because it's cheaper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just you don't even have to. You don't have in to tell them. them. All right, well. don't have
1: to tell them that you got their ticket for free. But this is the week to shout your mate. No okay.
0: excuse, no excuse not to be there. We will be there. We'll see you there. This has been Round 8 of the Coat Hanger for AFLW Season 7. We'll be coming to you this week as a pod whilst 2SER have their radios on. Then we'll be back on air every week during the AFLW season on 2SER 107.3. Be sure to catch us on our socials. We are at Coat Hanger Footy on Twitter, Insta and Facebook. And as always, for the best half of yous, in women's footy, tuning to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got to be ready soon.
2: There, got some.